All right. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the first episode of the Rewind the Black Podcast. Podcast about uh, movies anywhere from the classics to the stinkers and everything in between. Let's go around the horn. We have Mr. Jim McNicholas. We have Dan Morris and Steve Gonzalez. Hello. All right. So uh, before we get into the crux of everything, just wanted to go over starting this podcast. I think... Uh, for as long as we've known each other, some longer than others, every time we get together, we basically have can have full conversations and uh, movie quotes and talk about certain movies anywhere from the Ghostbusters and the Back to the Futures of the world to the Batman and Robin and <laughs> all the other bombs. So uh, <laughs> figured we all probably need new hobbies during this time. So why not start a podcast because everyone else is doing it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so the first movie we chose was to talk about uh, this 1994 classic, True Lies, which uh, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, who else was in this movie? Tom Arnold. Elijah Dushku. Elijah Dushku at, what, 14 years old? That's right. I think she was 12. 12, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Right, you're probably right. And uh, the poster boy for uh, the NRA, Charlton Heston. <laughs> 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 so anyway, so IMDb has the, uh, has the description of this movie the synopsis as a uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger playing a fearless globe-trotting terrorist battling secret agent has his life turned upside down when he discovers his wife might be having an affair with a used card salesman while terrorists smuggle nuclear warheads in the United States. Uh, so I know we talked about this in the beginning, but it's hard to believe that, uh, well, first of all, James Cameron was a director, but this was at the time <laughs> in 1994, the, uh, the biggest budget with how much was it? A hundred million dollars. Hundred million, yeah. Hundred million. That's that's peanuts these days. I think. I think. Uh, Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. Missed, uh, Tom Arnold in the uh, cast, who was probably one of the most influential actors of the nineties. <laughs> so it was yeah. Bill Paxton. So yeah. Oh yeah. No, it was like uh, was, some kind of botched he operation. Of he was in this one. He was in Twister. Yeah, yeah. He Rest was in peace, in, Bill. Yep. Right. That's right. He died of what? About a stroke a couple years ago? Damn. They took they take the greats. So I think that starting off in this uh in the movie here, it opens up with uh <laughs> Arnold uh, basically infiltrating this this mansion. What was it in Switzerland or, or France? Yeah, I think Switzerland. He <laughs> he's scuba diving and he he cuts through the the ice with his with his knife and he hops out. He gets into the into the mansion here for some party that's going on. And he starts, he gets into the house and he starts speaking the language that are, that's in French. Austri- yeah. French. So he, yeah, he was speaking French with an Austrian accent. It was lovely. With an, with an Austrian accent. Yeah. Rolls off the tongue so smoothly. <laughs> yeah. I like how he spoke seven languages in this movie and not one of them was like freaking German, but the one that he actually can speak. Parlez vous français? But he bought it. it, it yeah, they, they bought it. Like, like in true Arnold Schwarzenegger movie form, they all bought it. <laughs> they did. Everybody bought it. Whether he's whether he's sent back from the year like 2020 Terminator yeah. to Total Recall or hell, even when he was in Jingle All the Way and speaking in, in an Austrian accent and in a turbo, dressed as Turbo Man, his own family didn't know who he was. <laughs> do, do you think like... 
and, and I got my own theory about this movie, but for Schwarzenegger's career, was this was this the shark that he jumped? Like, because if you look at the movies after this, like I I don't you know, I don't know much about Eraser. I never saw Eraser, but um, but they really there is a you start getting into the Mister Freeze, and you start getting into Jingle All the Way. It's it's like immediately after this, like like how how much of an impact did this movie have on him then doing? Yeah, I think I, mean, I, 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 I think you're on point there. I think Terminator <laughs> Two, Terminator Two was the pinnacle of his his acting career. I'm not, I, I I won't say his career as a public figure. Obviously, sure. that would be governor, but his acting career probably hit its pinnacle with Terminator Two, and. <laughs> Coincidentally, when he started having more lines in movies, <laughs> 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 when he just had to be a robot that just said three things and tried to kill people, he was perfect. <laughs> or like in Commando, where all he's do is just rifle off millions and millions of rounds of bullets, like or, or, perfect. And one-liners. Yeah. <laughs> well, his his and Mister Freeze and Batman and Robin, his whole. His whole dialogue was nothing but one-liners. He but, had a great line in Eraser where some guy got hit by a train and he said, you've been erased. It was the line of the <laughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry, COVID. That was a COVID laugh. <laughs> Did he get divorced? That's the question. Did he get divorced somewhere in there? Was there a divorce? Did he have a first wife before? Because uh... that sounds... But... Nah, because that yeah. is justifiable. Like, oh, hey, the man the got pump. divorced. You know, he's got to do who's, whatever comes his way. Who's got it? Who's got time for a wife when he's doing all that coming and going to the gym? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he goes to the gym and he comes. And, hey, hey, I wish I had that. I really did. <laughs> Things would be a lot different. He had a couple good one-liners in in True Lies uh, in the. Uh, in the in the in the opening scene where he's being chased like a like a scene in James Bond like guys on skis and he's just like falling down a hill, missing every tree, and uh, then there's there's the they those guys like send the two dogs after him and like he's running away from the dogs he stops he grabs the two dogs and butts their heads yeah. together and goes yeah, stay that was that good. was right before his uh, here's my invitation line which is yeah my, yeah one okay. of my <laughs> Does he say that in the uh, a foreign language? He doesn't say that in English, right? He says that in French, right? No, no, no he says. I, I think he says it in English. Um, uh, I think so. I'm pretty sure he says it because he gets asked in English, "Where's your invitation?" I think he does. Uh, they didn't hit you with the subtitles for that one. Maybe they did. I don't. Uh, that seems I, that I, seems like a little too sophisticated, though. I mean, I know, yeah. I know, he speaks he speaks fluent well, French. Was, it was a very highbrow movie. So. It was. It was. It's, it blew so many eyebrows off of people's heads in this movie. <laughs> oh god! All right, so so I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up one thing because we did skip it. There's okay. something at the very beginning of the movie that is absolutely horrible. Yes. Very. The very 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 beginning. It's horrible. Any anybody wants to take a guess what that is? Um. Is it that you can clearly see the stunt doubles? Uh, is that at the beginning? I, don't, um, uh, I mean, well, the the very beginning, you see um, the title. The, the title of the movie is the worst title of any movie ever made. And I mean, Benjamin Button is a better title than True Lies. <laughs> like, holy shit! Did they not take any time 
Like, like that's what's so brilliant about this movie. Like, it's just a huge troll job. Like, they just, they just didn't give a shit. It's, it's, it's just a terrible title of the movie. And I mean, again, it just, it fits, it fits the, 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 the feeling that you get when they made this movie. Whereas, like, we don't give a shit. And this was not a book or anything, right? Uh, no, it's like a French, a French movie or something. Like, there's some kind of like French. That there was some sort of inspiration, but it all came from not, the beautiful mind of James Cameron. Brought mo- no, no, I think I think Schwarzenegger. That's one of the reasons why it's it, it's so bad on so many levels. On that type, you know, like you know, acting and plot and logic. Why it's bad to, in that is because I think Schwarzenegger got him the script. And he was just like, yo, Arnold, like, you hooked me up, man. Like, you know, I, I'll do whatever stupid movie you want me to do. And I'll add a whole bunch of fucking explosions and people are going to go nuts for it. Um, can we curse? <laughs> I'll, yes. I'll beat myself. Later. Yes. God um, damn it, Steve, please curse. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I don't know if this is YouTube. We're going to monetize it. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, I, I do get the feeling like this was like, this was like Schwarzenegger's baby, you know, just like, uh, um, you know how how Schumacher like really wanted to make that Batman and Robin into a uh, into a comic book, and uh, he he really wanted to make like a funny action movie. You know, I think I think that's what he was going for. Um, and wow, it, I mean, I mean, it's, it's so fucking ridiculous. And oh, uh, I action. guess I guess it's worth it's worth the value if you just just for that. Like it's it's I don't know. It's t- it's tough for me to really st- still after. I guess I should have let it s- sit for a little bit after watching it. But it's still like like all the ridiculousness. It's just you you got to watch it like two or three times to take it all in. To be honest, with you. <laughs> it's definitely one of those movies where I I uh, I haven't seen it for over twenty years uh, for a couple of reasons. One being just the you know it's a Schwarzenegger action movie from the nineties. I remember like I remember the first time I saw this it was like probably about twelve years old. You know, it was one of those nights. It's Friday night. You go to Blockbuster or West Coast Video. Oh uh, yeah, and you rent True Lies. And I remember like being 12 years old, I'm like, this is this action is great. This is top notch. It's 1995. I'm 12 years old. This is the this is the best. And then you watch it like 20 years later, like, holy shit. Like, 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 like in the <laughs> <laughs> like in even in the uh, one of the the uh, the action sequences in the in the very beginning in the in the bathroom where uh, oh, know, where what's his face? Who's the lead t- the terrorist? Uh, what's his name in the uh, that terrorist group? They're called what? Crimson Jihad? Yeah, the guy's name is Aziz, and he just comes in with a with with with, a, with an Uzi, I guess it is, and he just lights up the whole bathroom. And there's a guy. We got to get Morris on that. Part? There's gotta, a guy. In, gonna... Is that is that was that, was he using a correct gun, Dan? Was that uh, was we that... T- check with Morris? Morris is on the. No, it was an on automatic weapon. It was some sort of. In, yeah, in yeah, the, yeah. Uh, It's like I guess bathroom. like the bathroom scene. It's like close to the beginning where <sighs> I don't Arnold recall. And uh, that the terrorist guy Aziz, he comes in and he starts lighting up he, the stalls. He shoots everything and but Arnold and the guy Arnold. taking a shit. <laughs> but, <laughs> and then it, and then it cuts outside. They get outside and Tom Arnold's there, and he gets out of the van because he's the van guy. And he comes out and Aziz starts lighting him up. And Tom Arnold, who's the size of like a basketball, he's hiding behind a lamppost the size of of a beer bottle, and you can just hear the ring. <laughs> Is this the scene right before he rides horseback through the mall? Oh yes, yeah. it's oh, the yeah. yeah, where Aziz is on the motorcycle and Arnold sees the cop on horse. He goes, "I need your horse," and he gets on the <laughs> horse and he chases it. He chases after him on the motorcycle, and they go through the hotel room. Aziz gets in the elevator with the motorcycle. Oh, 
Oh, can we stop? Um, can we stop ahead. real quick and get back to where, how we got the horse? No. <laughs> that was that was my favorite scene. I love that scene. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but and then, and then Arnold gets <laughs> it. Arnold gets in the elevator with the horse. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, the and the elevator. Go ahead, Jim. That's the scene that sticks out in my mind. When I think of this movie, I think of Arnold on that elevator. And I remember them running the previews for this movie when I was a kid. And every commercial preview, every trailer had him on that elevator with that horse. Me being like in the fourth grade seeing that, being like, man, that looks a little ridiculous. And this was back when everything was ridiculous. Yeah. Sure enough, it was pretty ridiculous. Uh, yeah. One of my favorites, and Mary pointed this out last night when we were we were watching it. Like, so they're 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 both in the elevator and they're going to, to the like the very top floor, like the roof or something like that. And <laughs> they're both like locking eyes with each other. Meanwhile, they're like half a building away and they're making eye contact in the elevators. And they yeah, uh, yeah. and then they get to the roof and then he fly the the Aziz like flies off the uh, the hotel roof and lands in the, oh, uh, that, the other roof of the other building I, across the street. He, la he lands in the pool. Oh, yeah, I'll the, never the padded, that. the padded those pool roofs <laughs> have saved more lives. In the <laughs> you know, every heard... every fucking movie had, had a pool roof in it. And it, it, uh, last action hero pool roof. Yeah. True lies, pool room. It's they they've saved so many lives in the nineties. Yeah, I think they're sixty feet deep. I think that that helps, you know. And 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 the fact that he was able to stay on the motorcycle, just brilliant, just amazing. Evil Knievel would have been <laughs> totally into that. Um, I'm glad you brought up Last Action Hero, um, Jim, because what's amazing about this movie is that it came out after Last Action. Now, I liked Last Action for what I remember. Like, I mean, I think I'm it was really long. I'm one, like, of, I'm one of the few people that actually am a fan of Last Action Hero yeah. because it kind of spoofed on Arnold movies. It, it um, spoofed on, on Arnold movies, but then they did this afterwards, which is literally <laughs> the movie they're making fun of in Last Action. Every, he's got a they, Morris, maybe you can help. The gun that he's using in, in that ice scene when, yeah. you know, when, he's, when he's in France or Switzerland, he's got one pistol that has 75 bullets in it. <laughs> I mean, it is clearly what, exactly what they were making fun of in Last, Last Action Hero. And it was like, yeah, no, we're, we're never we're never going to address that again. <laughs> like, I iced that guy. <laughs> it was so fucking nuts, man. Oh, Christ. But yeah, yeah. So Last Action Movie, like, like that, that's... Because I would have been like, there's no way that came out first because it's making fun of this movie. And so, no. it's almost like they took the spoof script from Last Action Hero and said, well, let's just call this True Lies. <laughs> there we go. Fuck it. But, and, and they probably picked True Lies just because like, dude, you got to get something. You got to name, you got to name it something. James, come on. Give me something. Give me a name. Give me something. I need something now. Now. And, <laughs> and when he didn't read the script and said, yeah, sure, I'll do it. It was true lies. He told them that he read the script. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, that's true. yeah, that's. I still don't get like what. Uh, I'm not. I, I will move on. I'm sorry. The, just the name of the movie is. It's. It's. Just, if if it was like Arnold Schwarzenegger's Wank Fest, I would have been like, that's way better. Uh, or or like you know, I don't know. Fucking 
Jamie Lee Curtis's tits. Like, I don't know that anything is better than true lies. I mean, Aziz, Aziz flies into a pool. Oh, That's the title of the movie. Aziz flies into a pool. <laughs> into a pool. I'm telling you. Love it's it. Rolls up. It's got a catchy little phrase. <laughs> <laughs> if it came out 20 years later, that would have been acceptable. But I mean, like, the, the, well, 20 years later, I mean, if this movie came out now, like oh, in this yeah, day and age, no. like, like uh, this guy, he's a spy and he's running all over the world. Like, can his wife just text him and say, hey, you got to be home soon? Like, that shit wouldn't watch this day. If this movie came out now, it would be called Spider-Man 12, the reboots reboot. Because <laughs> <laughs> they don't make action movies anymore. They're all just superhero movies. That's it. That's all they make. And and they're dealing with something like the a- the average action movie fan now couldn't deal with some of the subject matter they were dealing with in this movie. Uh, to its credit, to the credit of the movie, because um, do you mind reading off one more time the uh, what they said, uh, uh, Bill, about um, Schwarzenegger's character? He plays the he. Uh, so according to IMDb, he says he. They say he plays a fearless globe-trotting terrorist battling <laughs> secret Cuck. agent so Cuck. he's he's he's, yeah. a re- he's a, <laughs> so he's a renaissance man no, but he, his wife his him and tom or the bond that the the basis of the movie is that there's such a beautiful bond between him and tom arnold because the infidelities of their wives <laughs> like that that's and they're like kind of proud of it like they're kind of like they're kind of cool like like it's so weird watching arnold Schwarzenegger. there's a scene where he like bashes the brains out of paxton uh but it was only like just a you know like a a um uh like a, a fake little dream sequence like for a split second um and if the movie came out now i don't think they could do they couldn't i don't think the action movie fan down could deal with the 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 protagonist having to deal with the fact that his wife is sleeping with someone whether she was sleeping with him or not like you know what i mean like that couldn't the rock doesn't do that shit vin diesel cheats on women he does not get cheated on. You know what I mean? So it's a credit to, to, to the movie for having that. That would never happen now. There's no way they would touch that with a million football. Well, yeah, and then this this movie, it's like the, the plot was like a little bit of everywhere. I mean, there's like two stories in this. You got Arnold Schwarzenegger, who's a spy fighting terrorist, and then you have him, like his wife's having an affair with a car salesman. And it just it it goes from like him fighting terrorists to oh my god my wife is cheating on me, and then so he, he goes can, and he like can, can we uh, talk about the fact that the car salesman's pretending to be what he is? Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. He, uh, yeah. <laughs> Bill Paxton was pretending to be a secret agent when she was actually married to a secret agent, and now it. I mean, the irony there is. I, so I think the, remember he was a Terminator. He was Bill Paxton too. saying, "Hey, he I'm not the, the bad guy. guy in the world." And I'm like, "You are Bill Paxton. He wore where he took his jacket. Right? This guy. You're they still made him look like, like they still they made him look like a complete greaseball in that movie. Uh, they, they, uh, they tried, but they didn't succeed. Man, he's still he was still angelic. He's still Twister. He's still a magical man." Cameron didn't do Twister, did he? There's no way. I, I mean, I have a, I yeah. literally have the computer up right now. I could literally. It was that that going back to that car scene you were telling that you're saying like how he like envisioned just punching him in the face and breaking his splitting his head in two. But uh, is that the part where he's talking about his wife? He goes, he says, "Oh man, she can suck start a leaf blower. She has, <laughs> she has, she has the ass like a ten year old boy." That I was gonna bring up that line. That. 
I mean, okay, Baby Got Back came out in 1992, right? This is 1994. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck was that line? <laughs> what the hell? I tell you, this movie is so ridiculous. I don't know if that, it should be. Was that was that the line? She, she's got an ass like a ten like a ten year old boy. boy. Yeah. yeah. No. Again, wow. another reason this could not be made now. Yeah. So Jesus Christ. <laughs> What the fuck? There's another line too. What was it? Okay, so so Heston comes out, right? You got Heston early on, and you know I hate Heston, like as as much you know as much as he hated the the government taking guns away from his cold dead hands. I hate <laughs> Charlton Heston. Like yeah, I, I don't was think he movies... CIA director? That was his uh, role. Yeah, he but, was like, the big way. But so the CIA group is called what? They're like the last line of defense. They're called like, then you o- Omega something. Their, yeah, yeah, and and they're the they're the first and only line of defense. By the way, there's it. There's no one else. It's just Arnold and his two buddies. <laughs> it's Arnold and Tom Arnold is literally the first and last <laughs> line of defense. And and then you get and then they're led by Charlton Heston. And so Charlton Heston says, like, you know, if you don't do your job, Arnold and your two friends, um, there's going to be he says something along the lines. What was it? Like, there's 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 going to be a, a nuke. Uh, there's going to be a vehicle. What does he say? I think I had, I, I took notes. I wrote this down. <laughs> this was, this was gold. Um, there's going to be a vehicle parked outside the White House with a He's nuclear weapon. And I'm like, they got all this technology. To, like, so I think he was, I think he was radicalized. Amazing. Scanning stuff, eyeball, retina scans, yeah. all this stuff. Yeah. Yet they couldn't pick up a nuclear device parked outside the White House. Like, what the fuck is going on with you, Heston? God, fuck Heston. <laughs> his movies aren't all horrible but the yeah, yeah you know ben-hur and uh and, and soil and green yeah i know yeah the fox news got to him there yeah, but but <laughs> but uh it was uh it was, it was just i just thought that was interesting the, the whole the whole uh it, it was kind of like a, like a real bad version of men in black you know like that kind of that that kind of cia department you know like where they're like they really are covert. Like this is like the exact opposite of that, where it's all out in the open. Like, like yeah, we we're here to stop terrorism and also also blow up bridges that my wife is going to have to drive over later on in the scene. <laughs> they blow. I'm like, man, who blew up that bridge? Oh, fucking Arnold blew up that bridge. Like, yeah, that, oh, is God. that yeah? That- <laughs> <laughs> he blew up the bridge his wife was going to be driving on. Well, so let, let's talk about this terrorist organization group. First of all, they're they're probably like yeah, the scene. worst, the worst terrorist group. <laughs> well, think about it, because like <laughs> there's a scene where uh, Azizi's talking. You know, he has he has one of his henchmen recording him on like the video, and he's like telling like what his demands are, or else he's going to set off all these warheads. And meanwhile, the cameraman, he's like shaking and sweating bullets and it pans to like the camera view and it says that the battery's going low. Yeah. And then (laughs) and then and then when they're going back to the bridge, Steve, that you're talking about, like there's like, you know, there's the there's the the, there's the vans. First of all, I'm getting ahead of myself. They they end up submersing one of the warheads in concrete (laughs) and they loaded onto this. one of the one of the trucks and they're you know driving along the bridge and helicopters and jets and the marines are after them and one of the one of the terrorists in one of the uh the vans he's holding the rocket launcher backwards 
he launches it, hits the guy behind him. He goes flying out the 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 front window. He gets run over. Yeah, they they're they're a pretty shitty organization. <laughs> like <laughs> oh the uh, like scene in Idiocracy. <laughs> what's what scene? <laughs> the cops from Idiocracy. Yeah. Remember that, Remember that Jim? It's a classic scene in Idiocracy where uh, Remedy's got a rocket launcher and it takes out the cop. It was like it was like the perfect scene from GTA uh, Vice City. Like just it was just like Fiore Max in that one scene. Yeah, and, and you get an element of that. Except for this, Arnold, uh, this terrorist organization where it's like the the they're, they're just as likely to kill each other. Uh, and every and everyone's a horrible shot. Yeah, they have well, automatic weapons. Yeah. Everyone's missing. Arnold's hitting them dead on, except yeah. for Arnold. And the then Arnold even when even when Jamie Lee Curtis accidentally drops that Uzi down the steps, is, and every every rotation, it's just I want, like I, I yeah. that's these right that, guys. Hold on, that was beautiful. That that is that that was probably the uh, the zenith of the movie. Is, is that it's all downhill after that scene? That scene was. I got like, We don't trust Jamie Lee Curtis to do anything, but she could drop a gun. Whenever drop a gun, flail her hands in the air, scream while it's falling yeah. down the steps, and taking no. out ten guys I mean, on every no. on every rotation, and none of the bullets hitting her. No, no, that was beautiful. It was that 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 was great. That was, I mean, and, and I think, like, so, so I, 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 not to spoiler alert, but I do, I would constitute this movie being a. Because it's all about context, right? When you watch this movie, you got to put yourself back to 19. You, you know, it's, it's got to be 1994. You got to be sitting in a theater. You got to have gum on your sneakers, all that. Like, yeah, that <laughs> has to be, that has to be the way you look at this movie because you just, you can't watch it now. Like, the effects won't have that feel. The sound doesn't make that much of a difference. Um, but keeping that in mind, I would argue that it's, it's, it's a bad movie for this reason. It's a bad movie, not so much because of the movie itself, but what it spawned. That the concept that we're, we can make this ridiculous fucking movie with the most ridiculous shit, uh, you know, fucking cockpit wide open, the F fifteen landing like a goddamn fucking pillow. <laughs> Excuse me, COVID cough, and you could get away with the shit, and then soon after this you get yourself the michael bay fucking movies and you get the the uh uh jj uh, abrams and you get every and they just go oh, it's comedy now. With it. oh they just know yeah. that the average person just wants to see something blow up watching bullets fly everywhere and dana my dana uh it's just and so but but my, my beef with the movie is isn't the movie itself it's the inspiration that all these assholes had to me <laughs> thousands of movies like this that people paid every fast and the furious movie every fucking or was that what was the one with the gone in 60 seconds every stupid horrible movie basically just ripped this fucking movie off <laughs> and it's and it hurts me man it hurts me i'm sorry i i'm, I'm getting off my uh, i'll let you let someone else talk <laughs> you mean that there hasn't been a movie made since where the uh the bad guy is is accidentally attached to a missile on a jet <laughs> and gets fired and goes through a building and hits the <laughs> helicopter filled with nine other guys in your terrorist organization and blows up uh, and yay the, the the world is saved. <laughs> I know I'm gonna get fired. I'm gonna 
this guy's gonna be on a missile, and they're gonna shoot him on the missile into the building, and they'll definitely fire. Him. <laughs> definitely, <It's> and, <laughs> and yeah. Do you know what uh, what the what the Arnold one liner is in that scene? You're no. fired. You're fired. No. Meanwhile, uh, his daughter do- his daughter's like hanging on the nose of the jet. And he like gives her a little wink, like, "Hey, I." Oh yeah. What trying to bang his daughter? So 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 Trump ripped daughter? that off too, huh? Trump can't come up with anything. God, he's so. <laughs> you know what I liked? Oh. Uh, the uh, do do you remember the one? It's not even a one line. They should see. This is the thing. It's like they they got it. If you're not going to be a serious movie, which this wasn't trying to be, and a fair play. Um, <laughs> um <laughs> you know they have a line where it's like. It's like you gotta ham it up a little bit. You gotta get the mic, you know, right there. On you gotta, you gotta get that boom mic. <laughs> Assume it's just the boom mic they're using in the the fake cockpit or the on the fake helicopter that they're in. And you gotta say when he says like Marines kick ass, <laughs> like you gotta make that something. Like it's it's like it's like so. In at that point, in Arnold's career, all of his lines were so. Do you think that ridiculous? was just him having more vested in these movies, and then they're like. He's the big star. He's vested in these movies. And then he was like, okay, I want to write my own shit. Is that what do you think? Because let's be honest, his his 80s movies, he was there just to shoot people and say nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. It's true. Yeah, I think I think it's it's kind of like uh, you know, the 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 WCW when they brought over uh Hulk Hogan and and they had Ric Flair and stuff. And the one the way they, they kept all those guys happy is got they got to write their own plot lines. So nothing would ever happen, <laughs> you know. It, it would never be, you know. It like destroyed the WCW because those guys would never do anything. They would never. They barely would wrestle, you know. And uh, well, and that's kinda, I mean, kind of where I think they this is going. It probably the answers some of the question. Why. Took a hundred million to make, which to me doesn't sound like a lot, like for a movie nowadays. It seems like, that's, but it made three hundred and seventy-eight million. So that's why you got more of this. Jamie Lee Curtis, that was good casting too. Man, she was sorry, Steve. She was out of it for a while, wasn't she? She wasn't yeah, in too many yeah, movies yeah, at that yeah. point. Yeah, she, 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 but, and, if I recall. I thought, I thought yeah, right. But but it's just it's tough. Maybe she was raising kids. She might raise yeah, kids. Yeah, that was like in the late seventies, early eighties. What what was she in around that? Uh, like I remember her being in a bunch of movies four. after that. Like she was right. in that Freaky Friday movie. They remade yeah. the Halloween. Yeah, what's she doing? She did. Uh... She kind of fell off the map. Yeah, there was yeah. like there was a ten year gap there where you didn't see too much. Yeah, of... no, but she, yeah, she, yeah, in between like trading places and this, I, I don't know. Yeah, I gotta say, man, like uh, Jamie Lee Curtis got a lot of crap back in the day. Yeah, you know, I remember this. Day, you know, whatever. You know, kids are horrible, guys are horrible, but yeah, no, that she was fine. You know, I don't, I don't see anything. I maybe, maybe I'm older and more mature, but yeah, you know, I would like. I mean. I don't know. She, 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 she definitely she was in a lot of movies. Yeah, yeah. Nothing really good. Oh, yeah. She really didn't take any time off. But, um, yeah. It was, it was a, 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 if, if the physiques, the physiques that you saw in, in most Arnold Schwarzenegger movies, this is the first time he was out physique. Let's just put it that way. And then I got give Jamie Lee Curtis credit out physique to Arnold Schwarzenegger. So more power to her. My girl, Forever Young. There's some good ones. It's just bad movies. I don't even remember her in like, those movies. I know she did the one where it was like an 80s movie and it was like working out and they were like thongs, <laughs> like 80s party style thongs. Uh, 
And uh, with John Travolta, I think it was. It, it looks absolutely well, wretched, but I know that. I mean, she was nominated and didn't win uh, a major award for, yeah, I don't know. for this movie. <laughs> mm, yeah. She won a Golden Globe for it, according to what I'm looking at right here. True lies? True lies. Really? Uh, oh, she was in A Fish Called Wanda. Fish Called Wanda is freaking brilliant. That's a great freaking movie. Yeah, so she did a little bit. Um, but yeah, no, True Lies, True Lies was a blockbuster movie, though. You know what I mean? So it was, it was definitely a, a, you know, a step up. Damn, man, that's a, uh, that's funny, though. Mm-hmm. My Girl 2. They made a My Girl 2. How they make I a forgot about too? My Girl. My Girl was, was a big possible? one. That was probably one of her biggest ones. Right. Yeah, Aykroyd exactly. was her love interest. In yeah, that but movie. yeah, she wasn't like she's. But I mean, all all you remember is the girl and and Macaulay Culkin. You know, I mean, that's that was the. There was some. Uh, I always like those movies like, that you like. You kind of forget Aykroyd was in. There's there's like a couple. What? I gotta look up Aykroyd. What do you think the quintessential uh, action sequence of this movie was? Kind of a layup question there. I love it. Well, I don't think this is the action sequence, but one of the scenes that sticks out is when. It's it towards the end of the movie, they're in the keys and the warhead goes off in the distance, and you see like this mushroom cloud. And Arnold, oh, Jamie, they're just there making out. Meanwhile, like, people <laughs> oh, just don't sit, look at it. People in the distance are probably just getting like just incinerated. No one bats an eye. <laughs> that <laughs> that's why they that's why they never made a sequel to this movie because they all died of horrific cancer effects. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, they did that with a, a one of the one of the Arnold uh, Schwarzenegger movies. They uh, um, later on, I think they like after nine eleven, they changed it to like South American terrorists. So, like, I guess when when you have back in those days, they would just it didn't, didn't you didn't have to actually change the actors or anything like that. You could just call them by different last names, and that meant there were different uh, sections of people. But yeah, nine eleven had a huge effect yeah. on. Uh, on a uh, uh, movie making, really. Uh, I'm sure, sure a movie like this was, and I guess that, that maybe that, I know that the first time that the, the towers, uh, there was, there was a bomb in it in 1994. So I don't, I wonder if that had anything to do with like the, inst- you know, how this movie came to be. Was that, uh, I mean, I don't, they must have had it already in the works by that point. But if you remember the, the first world trade center bomb was, was in 94. So that was, that was a, that was something there were, they were, uh, it's, 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 it's funny thinking about that, terrorism pre not funny but you know it's 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 an interesting concept thinking about what what was how was terrorism viewed prior to 9-11 and you know i think a lot of people think 9-11 just happened and you know and then not everybody was you know all those things that came after 9-11 came to be but prior to 9-11 it was like no like there was there was plenty of information, George W. Bush. There was plenty of stuff out there where people Biggie was writing songs about it. Like you know, there was serious movies that were clearly Jamie Lee uh, Curtis. That there could be took a lot attention. of like she was recognized a lot for this movie. Believe it or not, the uh, she's got like four major nominations for this movie. She was nominated for well, I wouldn't say some of these are major, but she won the Golden Globe. She was nominated for an MTV Movie Award, Screen Actors Guild Award, and a Sa- I don't know what the Saturn Awards are, but she was nominated for a Saturn Award for the best uh, female performance in a motion picture. So, And I really think she probably is the only part of this movie that I can think of. I mean, the striptease scene was unbelievable, but 
Like, part of, like her role, like, yeah, her role is the only thing that holds up from this movie. Seriously. Well, this supposedly helped his career, brought him back. Every time you see Tom Arnold, it's like, holds up. That's the only thing that holds up. Like, you're just like, this guy was a thing. Like, (laughs) yeah, he didn't think he would be. And then he became good friends with Arnold. Oh, I know, man. It is. (laughs) This guy was married to Roseanne Barr. Oh, man. Yeah, I I think I heard somewhere he didn't even think he was going to be like, he's like, I'm never going to be this one. There you go. So, so who you know, Jamie Jamie Lee Curtis, <laughs> like, like I'm sure, you know. No, I got nothing but love for Jamie Lee, but you know, having Tony Curtis and Janet Lee as your parents, sure, sure helps, sure helps. There's the scene. The scene for me is just before <laughs> the nuke when the limo helicopter lift. It's it's just it's it's. I think I think what what it lacks in. Arnold Schwarzenegger sound bites that you could use to prank call people. It doesn't have as many as like kindergarten cop or commando or things like that. Um, it gains an actual ridiculous action scenes, whether it be with the horse, whether it be with the dogs, <laughs> whether it be with the, the, the fighter jet. I mean, Oh, please. That fighter jet. That was, a, that was absolutely like, so, so when you watch top gun, right, which is clearly comedy, like we established well done. Well said, Morris. I, I, I agree 100%. Um, you can, uh, um, they had a, a guy, Comcast, come and talk and, you know, whatever he just talked about. He, he was a jet pilot, you know, fought in, you know, in, in Kosovo and all that stuff. And he, it, it, one of the things they brought up is like, how accurate was Top Gun? And of course, he rattles off all these things like, oh, they, you know, this would never happen, that, whatever. You would never take off your mask to get oxygen. <laughs> Why would you take your oxygen mask off to get oxygen? You know, so they, I get all that. But then you watch this movie. <laughs> I don't know dime one about fighter jets. But this has to be like nothing. Like, it's just, it's got to be a fantasy movie when it comes to fighter jets, right? I think, I think the cuffs were off when they rode I mean, the horse there up the elevator. There could not be a single those... law of physics obeyed in this movie when it come, came to that fighter jet. The loss of physics or a steady hand cannot like, <laughs> <laughs> cannot hold a candle to what they were doing. Oh man, it was. Uh, man, man. I like the scene in Key West. That is kind of cool on the the old highway. They filmed that parallel. I think that's the old highway. They, you know, that was no longer in use. But I, don't know, I just I like that scene. But then it kind of goes at the end. It gets you know, the nuke and things kind of loses you there. I think they actually did physically wipe some sections out. So they were okay with Good. blowing it up. And then what? A license to kill was in the same area too. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you used to be able to see it, Jim, uh, but then Arnold blew it the fuck up. <laughs> All right. So, so I did want to bring that up. Thank you for bringing that up, Morris. Okay. So this, this is proof why this is probably a bad movie. I've been in that. Apart from the influence. How would you rank it in Bond movies? Because it's trying to be a Bond movie. Like I'm talking like 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 more era Bond movie. Like it doesn't take itself seriously. It's it's but if if this was a Bond movie, they put the Bond name Bond License to Lie or something. Bra, 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 Brosnan has some pretty bad ones, so it would be ranked with those. <laughs> 
go sure. away. It would be like the worst one. Like, <laughs> you quite possibly could be the worst. And that's a credit to Bond movies. <laughs> it would be with the Frozen. The Frozen? Um, the Golden Eye. other one? Well, Brosnan was in, in the one. One was re- licensed to L- Die Brosnan. Another Day. I think that was the second <laughs> one. Which one was the good Bronson movie? Yeah. Bronson had one. Oh, Goldeneye? That was passable. The, the last two were really. Yeah, Goldeneye was good. Or Never Dies. Um, yeah, License to Kill was the other, yeah. the other guy. Morse from that. He had some bad scripts after Goldeneye, unfortunately, because I think he was the best James Bond to me. Most that might have been a little rough. We never did the Connery Marathon, by the way, because he, he died during COVID. What's, what's cool about the Connery ones, it's, it's tough watching – like so, if if you wanted to make like a whole Bond thing, um, not so much a Connery thing. I think a Connery. I think a lot of Connery movies are kind of suspenseful. Like uh, at the end of the day, um, but but you look, you watch those old Bond ones, and they really are like Hitchcockian, almost like suspense based uh, films. Where by the time you get to Bronson and, and you get into Timothy Dalton and all that stuff, it's 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 like you know nineteen eighties you know explosions and things, which are fine. But it just seems it's really two different styles of movies, you know what I mean? Uh, so I don't. I think I think you would have to do like if you if you did want to knock out a marathon of movies, you might as well just do like you know a bunch That's of right. Connery, even Connery movies in general, uh, as opposed to just trying to knock out like three, five, six days worth of uh, a Bond movies because it's it's just so jarring. Anything? Uh, any other? Notes, uh, things that we need to make sure gets recorded in the, the annals of history in regards to true lies. What, what was the like the ending? Like, rat, where were we left with this movie? They definitely were setting it up left. for the sequel. <laughs> yeah. The nuke went off. Like, it wasn't like the family going to be like spies all in the next movie. Wasn't that like the. I know. I didn't. I stopped. Like, <laughs> I stopped watching once. Uh, the- so like the, the mom was gonna be the spy, the kid was gonna be a spy. Yeah, they they ended it by like you know has that one year later clip, and it fast forward to uh, I think uh, Arnold and and Jamie Lee go into this this ball, and they end up stumbling upon Bill Paxton's character again, and once again he's like you know talking to this smoke show about like how he's a spy and he's doing this, that, and the other thing. And then he turns around and there's Jamie Lee and, and Arnold again. He ends up pissing his pants again. Remember when he, where Arnold has him by the dam and he's like, oh, sounds I, like my Saturday I, I tell lies to pick up women and I have a small dick and, uh, and he ends up pissing his pants. He ends up pissing oh. his pants again at the ballroom. And then, oh. um, then they end up and then, then, then they end up dancing and uh, yeah, that's the end of the movie basically. That's Somebody should have just came in and lit the projector on fire in every movie theater in America. That, that they should have cut the movie right there, <laughs> just right there. Boom. People have been like, there's this great Eddie Izzard bit about um, British movies versus uh, American movies. <laughs> and and the whole bit goes like, you know, it's like you're watching a British movie and there's so much just like non-dialogue. It's just tense, like, um, excuse me, miss. And then it's like, hmm. Right, and and so you got and so he's sitting there. Eddie Izzard's acting like he's about to eat popcorn, and there he's watching a British movie. And there's like just silence in between, like lines of dialogue, just long sixty seconds gaps of silence. And he's about to put the popcorn in his mouth, and he's like, eh. And he's about to do it again, eh. and he's like, ah, screw it, I'm not even gonna eat. But then then he talks about an American movie. <laughs>
where you have a horse going up an elevator and then and then arnold with one gun shooting people with thousands of machine guns on skis and then freaking a, a nuclear bomb going off while making out with jamie lee curtis and a, a fighter jet with the whole cockpit blown out can park like a parallel park car uh blowing up bridges like he's winston churchill like you know it's like it's like all this stuff and then then eddie is sitting there and he's just eating popcorn like crazy for being that american movies are brilliant and making you eat popcorn and uh uh you know i don't i just, I just thought uh the, the, this movie really hit hit, hit that 1994-ness like if you you know you, you work all day you got a pack of smokes you go in yeah you, you, you get some you get some food at the ground round and then yeah uh then you go see a go see a movie and you watch some stuff explode with the whole family i don't know i know was this radar i guess it was radar probably right oh, okay so you could take the whole family Oh, uh, that was common. There was common knowledge, and now a few years ago, because there was a big deal. Uh, I think Deadpool beat it. It might be Deadpool just... now. Uh, yeah, it probably is Deadpool now, but that's just the movies now. Like, it's like there's such big fish in such small ponds. Like, if you're doing a Marvel movie, you're just going to make so much money because there's literally no other movies to see, you know? Oh, so, I have the list. I have the list. And Let's just say this. The first three are comic book movies. Can you guess them? Joker is oh. one. The Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie. There's only one. Uh, no. The, the, only, the highest grossing R-rated movie before the year 2000 on the list was made in 1991. And... You, it's you know you already know what it is. It's already been mentioned in this podcast. Saving Private Ryan is right after that. Yes, and there wasn't, and there's not another R-rated movie made in the in the nineties in the top fifteen. Terminator Two: Judgment Day is number fifteen. So wait, so maybe True, True Lies was rated R. Steve, you are right. It's number forty-three on the list. I can't believe that was R. I really can't. It's number forty-three on the list, top fifty. Like it, it was, it was a little rapey here and there, but nothing that would gotten R back then. That's crazy. It made that much That's money. That's right. There was always one. Yeah, it was different back then. There's nothing to do. <laughs> you had to go see a movie, you know. And he snuck your kids in. I guess I don't know. I think I, I remember. I remember not seeing it when I was young, and I remember maybe that was it because it was R. You know, it was, it was, it was tough. Skin of Max. You had to get like somebody had Prism or Skin of Max. You had to have, you had to have friends. Friends. Yeah. Or, or you had to have friends. That was the other thing. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's, I, I remember I always wanted to see The Crow, which yeah, came out that weekend because it was R. Uh, that's how I saw The Crow. You know, most people watch Skin of Max late night to, 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 to have a wank, but me, no. <laughs> Up here, here to watch movies I couldn't see in the theater. But uh, damn, but uh, it was. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what the R rating. I don't know where that came from. Wasn't like their body, like their rules were like asinine. It was like a body count factor. Like if you kill more than a hundred people, it's an all. That must have been it, I guess. I, I mean, because yeah. Guy, oh, I know you. You got one f bomb. Per PG thirteen movie, so. or, or one titty, 
One titty would do yeah, that. Yeah. A thousand people, one titty. I don't think you could do MF or that. You couldn't do like, you can't do that. No, that would, that's just straight R. That was, I remember when I was on the radio, that was like the one word, like there, you will never say this word. <laughs> I feel, I feel, I almost feel like I, I can't say it now. Like because of the, the stigma behind one long word that begins with an M. But uh, I, I would say at the end of the day, if, 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 if you watch this, you, you definitely have to, you have to try to sink. If, if, if you didn't know what 1994 was like, then perfect. Just watch this movie. It's exact. <laughs> all of our lives were like, this. <laughs> you know, coercing your wife to give you a strip tease. By playing. <laughs> like that's, that was, that's what it was like every day. <laughs> Just people falling out of the sky, you know, <laughs> <clears throat> Oh, excuse me. There's a great uh, scene in that elevator with the horse, which which is really just a. Uh, there should be a statue somewhere, in uh, where was that? Was that in DC? There should be a statue in DC of Arnold on a horse. Um, and in and while he's in the elevator, um, there's two you know bon vivant old millionaire people, and uh, and the old guy's like, that's a heck of an animal. <laughs> and then right, right, right. Right when that happens, like the, the the this is the tension of detail Cameron has the uh, the tail of the horse like whips the the pearl clutching woman right in the head <laughs> like it was like like the little details man that that to me is the most 1994 like that 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 really it takes it may, you know get a little tear because I remember all that oh man yeah I mean the only, there was one scene where the the driver. He's got these like real big, like big hair. Got the big hair. And I thought it was going to be used for like a, a comedy or something because his hair was so big. But I think maybe they they had it so big because it was like here's here's the foreshadowing. This guy's going to get his head blown off, and they, it's like right. He's a limo driver. Head blown. Oh, and how long does he drive? <laughs> he keeps cruising. His head's blown off. And somehow his muscles still work to apply to the accelerator, so he can just keep cruising at a solid sixty-five miles an hour. Oh man! At least the wheel's going to jerk to the left or the right. You know? They didn't put any uh, power steering fluid in the car for ten years. You can't fucking jerk that wheel at all. <laughs> no. Oh my god. You got to get every nook and cranny. I mean, <laughs> if I break the movie down by three parts, it goes ball in the beginning, the dog head butt, horse chase, and then the bridge chase, followed up by the F-15 rocket launch. Yeah, those are the four scenes that stand out the most for me. Yeah. And you didn't even mention a nuke right in there. Does nuke not make it? That doesn't make the cut. <laughs> that would be like, you know, you know, The Rock and uh, John Cena. <laughs> squaring off it makes it makes that whole wonderful plot line of, of the movie that we're going to create jim it just kind of cheapens it at this point when it's like oh we have to stay save the stadium from a nuke and it's like true lies like one nuke that's all you gotta worry about you tell me you're you're getting john cena and the rock to stop one nuke when jamie lee curtis and and arnold can stop a nuke while making out <laughs> like are you kidding me and yeah, I've never seen so many goofs for a movie listed on IMDb, and half of them are involving the the jets and and weapons. Yeah, when how? Yeah, when she drops the gun, that would be impossible. 
And they said it fires at least 50 rounds, and it's a 30-round magazine. Did they mention the the um, uh, how many bullets he had in the pistol? <laughs> 75. I got. I'm going to watch it again and count. Count how many? How many bullets? <laughs> um, I think I read somewhere that the uh, um, that, that this this F-15s or whatever he was flying, you know, they can fire the amount of bullets can fire and at that at that pace, and that's me. It's like literally like four seconds, <laughs> and he takes out a whole freaking. It's like a thirty second scene of the the jet mowing down an entire like wing of the building. <laughs> that's an entire floor. Like he, they were saying that, and the guy on the, I think he was talking on the radio. He just goes, "Oh, there's no civilians on on the twenty second floor." Arnold flies up to the twenty second floor, just starts mowing people down through the window. <laughs> keep him on how he flew up. Like this is a fighter jet. <laughs> he moved up like it's a goddamn spaceship. <laughs> like it's a freaking flying saucer. Those planes actually do hover, but yeah, they definitely they're Harrier jets, which they actually don't use anymore. But yeah, they can only fire if they're uh, cannot fire under two hundred knots. They can't fire their gun. Yes, because the smoke will get sucked into the engine. Damn, I, I heard. I heard, I heard that about Top Gun. Uh, there's all these scenes like where there's like smoke or something like mist coming out, like to make it look cool. And uh, they're like, "Yeah, that's that that's dropping fuel." Yeah. Like when they make that, that means they're getting rid of fuel. They would never, they would never do that before a, a dog fight. So you would never get rid of fuel before, uh, you know. But it looked cool, you know. Fast and Furious. Yeah. Yeah, Dana could not hang on the front of the Harrier while it was in hover. She would instantly be sucked into the engine. They said that's impossible. Yeah. That's <laughs> what about the cockpit? Like how breakable glass. The cockpit blown out. Here you go, Bill. In the toilet shootout scene, uh, Aziz fires nearly 100 rounds from an AK-47 without reloading. The magazine only holds 30 rounds. <laughs> More than 50 holes can be counted in a toilet shootout. <laughs> oh, not a cop to be found, by the way. You know what? You know why there was no cop there? Because there was one cop on the beat and he fell off his horse. <laughs> he was the one that had to handle that. He got his horse stolen. <laughs> I can't get it, Chief. <laughs> Some asshole took my horse. <laughs> like the, the, whole, the whole scene is just a goddamn shooting gallery. <laughs> There's no one to be found. No. Oh, and I love the security at the, um, the mansion in the beginning. Like... It's like, okay, we're proper. He, he's hanging out in the dude's bedroom. And to keep on, they didn't get anything. Like, all they got was that he's getting money from terrorists. Or, like, they didn't get actually any, like, they didn't get any, like, CD pictures or, no, they just found out that he got a lot of money from a terrorist organization. Like, the, didn't you already know that? Like, what, isn't that why you're hunting the guy down? But uh, so they, so, so, so Schwarzenegger breaks in, gets the uh, 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 computer information. He walks out. Somebody catches him. He says, uh, I'm looking for the bathroom or some shit. Um, the guy's then like a little suspicious, but then he gets away by the cunning use of you dancing. Shoot him up while they're taking a shit. <laughs> just, like, just, just don't get him while oh, he's, he's doing dancing. The tango. I guess that's a French thing. Like he can't he can't <laughs> kill a man while he's dancing the tango or some shit. <laughs> just like 
<laughs> and he just walks out. And of course, of course, the explosion helps. The explosion was, and then, uh, oh, damn, we didn't even talk about the, um, so it didn't technically have the surf and the explosion effect that you see so much in movies. Like as long as something explodes, just jump, jump with it, like a wave, you know, ride it out. You know, you don't have to worry about temperature. But speaking of temperature, he's got like flames of monster proportion above his head <laughs> while he's swimming. That doesn't need to heat up the water. I guess that doesn't happen. That doesn't, you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> the water does not get heated up. Ice cold. <laughs> he's good. And he's doing, a, I like he had a breaststroke going. It was good. It was a good little breaststroke. <laughs> just like, you know, just sick, like, at some point, his face looked so goofy. He looked like, um, oh man, what did he look like? He looked like one of those, uh, I don't know, like something from Lord of the Rings or something like that. Like he's swimming, they got a close-up shot, doing the breaststroke, fire all behind his head, and his face looks just absolutely goofy as head. Like it's the goofiest shot. I'm trying to think what his face looks like. I don't know, like Joe Camel or something like that. Like it was just, it was just, just a ugh. Joe Camel. Yeah, it was like his face looked messed up. Arnold's did. I don't know why. I don't know what they had him on. I don't know what he was taking. Your ears uh, are It was oh, man. It's, it's, and again, if if you, you, you probably have to watch this movie in slow mo, you, you, know, you don't need the dialogue. <laughs> there is <laughs> just watch it. <laughs> um, but damn, yeah. that that explosion scene because he's running away from the explosion, and he jumps and the explosion actually like makes him puts him in this formation of the perfect dive into the water. Yes. Graceful. <laughs> Ar- Arnold. If, say what you want about Arnold, but he is, he is graceful. <laughs> I go to the gym and I come. <laughs> I come when I dive. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's uh, so much. There's, there's, there's a lot to unpack in this movie. It's uh, um, I, I think uh, somebody had the idea, like literally, we should just watch it and like you know, and just and just commentate as it's going on. Again, copyrights. I don't know anything. I don't know. I'm sure that doesn't fly. James Cameron would be coming coming for us uh, as uh, you know uh, that that could happen. But uh, it would be worth just just to watch with with that with that lens, that idea that you know perhaps we have to suspend belief for virtually every second of the movie. Every and he's and I think that he's a bad dad. Like Tom Arnold's got to buy you a gift to give to your kid. <laughs> Tom Arnold is the one that's buying your gifts for your yeah. kids, man. Come on. Oh, that's the most absurd thing in the whole movie. <laughs> do, do you remember the snow globe? And he doesn't even call it a snow globe. He's like, hey, there's a fucking snowy. gift. <laughs> There's a snowy ball, Dana. I hope you like it. <laughs> don't throw it out. Uh, Dana's never going to let me live down saying it. She's like swore never to watch this movie because of uh, how frequently her name is mentioned. <laughs> By Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, but I did it. I watched it. And it, it, and it will probably break us up. Yeah, you're, you're good for another 20 years until you have to watch it again. <laughs> no, I'm gonna watch it tomorrow. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, I want to get the director's cut. I want to see what didn't make it. Like, oh my god! Not, like, it must have been like they they uh, uh, Charlton Heston probably had a scene in it where he blows something up. Like, <laughs> he's he's got like a bunch of apes behind him just taking over. 
his army of apes. They're like that. Yeah. So, sorry. Listen, Charles. Charles. Uh, uh, Charles. <laughs> Chuck. Chuck. I love you, Chuck. But Chuck. you know, we're not. Yeah. We're gonna have to cut that scene. We kept. We kept the earlier one, the shitty one. <laughs> we're gonna get rid of the apes. Damn it! Anyone else have anything uh, to say about the movie? Or are we? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we <laughs> I think we. Uh, we think we've covered everything. I think, oh, it's, I think it's time for a remake. Oh man. The uh, if they if they remake the movie, I just I just hope they they just don't they don't don't even try to make anything like, like it should just be you know like like a, a a father daughter you know work out the relationship movie worrying about your you know don't you know you'll that will never be able to top. I got nothing. I mean, it's just one of those movies that it kind of jump started. A genre that ended yeah. another genre, and for the worst. <laughs> um, bright spots you get uh, Jamie Lee Curtis smoking hot strip tees and nice beaver. Some of those ridiculous action sequences you've ever seen in your life, and Elijah Dushka, the her introduction. And we all know how hot she became. So overall, yeah. I give it a yeah. C. <laughs> See you in another 20 years. <laughs> because that's about the gap between I watched it last time. And I don't think I need to see it again until for another 20. So. Yeah, that, I think uh, so. So, so uh, credit to you, Bill, for getting this whole thing uh, together because uh, um, I think that there is, I think there's a market for uh, as uh, as Jim so aptly put the the see you in a twenty years. Like, there's so many movies, good, bad, or indifferent, like you said, from particularly like twenty years ago, thirty years ago, that just don't seem to come up too much. Like, they're not getting remade, you know. Like, you know, I, I'm sure you can talk about any you know Batman movie or something like that, but um, you know, there's so many movies from, from 30 years, 30 freaking years ago. I mean, how long was I to have? Gee, I can't even, I, didn't, I don't even want to talk about how long ago this was, but you know what I mean? It's like these movies, um, it's, it's wild watching them. It's not, it's not like, it's not like, like binge watching, uh, you know, a, a show on Netflix, you know, it's, 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 yeah. it's something that you gotta, you know, you, when you watch it, like you get to, yeah, unless you grow up with it, you, you, you gotta put yourself in that, that time period. And if, if you're oh, not yeah. from it, then you're like you. You're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, you kind of like, you kind of have to just like you said, just go into that mindset of like, okay, it's 1994. What what was movies like? What was what was like that that era like back in then? So, anyway. have fun editing. <laughs> All right, dudes. I guess that uh, that completes the uh, episode one. And uh, we'll do this again. Uh... <laughs> you do, when you do edit, can you put like either one, like some quick clips of like Arnold just like gargling or making noises and shit? Or two, two, just some explosions. Just, just when it gets quiet, just throw a big fucking explosion. <laughs> That'll sort of right now. Yeah, I'll, 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 I